For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Tony Dunn here with the C3 Panthers podcast, and I've got a cool announcement for you guys and a new feature to the C3 lineup and our effort to bring you the most pertinent Panthers content. We're going to be dropping a new preview show on at the end of the week, Thursdays or maybe Fridays sometimes. And it's going to be brought to you by Joshua Outland. You, many of you may know him from Facebook as the Shadow Cat, giving you a little insight and context to the weekly matchup that the Panthers are facing. We've got our first preview ready for you now going into this blockbuster matchup between Carolina Panthers and the Pittsburgh Steelers on Thursday night football. So go ahead and put it on your lineup for weekly listening. The C3 game preview brought to you by the Shadow Cat. Give it up for Joshua Outland. Hello, everybody. This is Joshua the Shadow Cat Outland with your C3 Carolina Cat Chronicles. Carolina Panthers, Pittsburgh Steelers, Thursday Night Football Preview. These two teams have played in the preseason at least the past eight years, trading wins back and forth and back and forth and back and forth ad nauseum. These games are usually played in the fourth preseason week with barely any starters suiting up. As a matter of fact, Cam Newton has only played in this preseason games three of the eight times, and even then only playing in one drive. The last time these teams played when the regular season was the state on the line was September 21st, 2014, Sunday Night Football. The Carolina Panthers came into this game at home 2-0, hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers who came in at 1-1. Fans had faith that the Carolina Panthers would be able to go for their first ever 3-0 start since their 2003 Cardiac Cat season. But unfortunately, the Carolina Panthers got exposed, proving they weren't quite ready for prime time with the lights on bright. And after a close first half, in the second half, the Steelers would expose with 28 points to win the game 37-19. Le'Veon Bell and LeGarrette Blunt each ran for over 100 yards each, which is pretty much an anomaly against that Carolina Panthers vaunted Russian defense. Cam Newton was 24-35 for 250 yards and a touchdown, a pretty damn decent game passing, but he was held to just seven yards on two rushes, taking a knee to the head by Ryan Shazy on one of those rushes. Cam Newton was sacked three times and was under heavy duress the entire night and was obviously showing effects of a lingering preseason injury suffered in week three against the New England Patriots. Cam Newton was pulled in the fourth quarter giving way to Derek Anderson who stepped in and had a touchdown pass to Kelvin Benjamin which would make the score 37-19. Big Ben Roethlisberger went 22-30 for 196 yards and two touchdowns. Both of those went to Antonio 
Antonio Brown, this year's Madden cover winner, Bell and Blunt, both combined for an astonishing 264 yards on 34 carries. This loss sent the Carolina Panthers into a tailspin, and they watched as that 2-1 record would fall again to 2-2 with the blood and guts game against recently departed Steve Smith Sr. That loss would send them down from 2-2 all the way down to 3-8-1, and they needed a last quarter season adjustment, adding speed and youth on both offense and in the secondary to claw, scratch, fight, and battle their way back from beyond the jaws of oblivion. One step from perdition. One loss would have been the end of their playoff hopes and would have sent the Carolina Panthers home for the season early in 2014. However, those adjustments allowed them to battle back and they would win their last four games. First at New Orleans, a dominating performance. Then they beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers without Cam Newton, who had been in a severe car accident, flipping his truck and breaking a vertebrae the week prior. Cam Newton, which miraculously returned to action the next week, showing the rookie Johnny Manziel and the Cleveland Browns how to run the ball at quarterback. And then they had a dominant 34-3 win against Atlanta in Atlanta with two pick sixes. Cam Newton barely had to break a sweat. And the Panthers won the NFC South Division for the first time two years in a row. They were the only NFC South team to this point to accomplish that feat. They also became the second team in NFL history to win their division with a losing record. The first one being, of course, the 2010 Seattle Seahawks. They say the more things change, the more they stay the same. Carolina and Pittsburgh are both coming in hot off division wins. The Steelers won over the Baltimore Ravens just this past week. Big Ben completed 28 of 42 passes for 270 yards and two touchdowns. James Conner was a linchpin for their offense, and they relied heavily on him to keep that game from spiraling out of control. His runs really helped slow the game down for the Steelers and allowed them to exit with a win. A heavy dose of James Conner, both rushing and receiving out of the backfield. That man had 24 carries for 107 yards, and he had Seven receptions for 56 yards and a touchdown. The Steelers would go on to avenge a prior loss to the Ravens, winning a tight one, a one-possession game, 23-16. Meanwhile, the Carolina Panthers are coming in on fire. In the span of the past five weeks, they have had a miraculous 63-yard field goal hit by Graham Gano, which has since been named the mid-season NFL play of the year, a play that flipped Carolina's odds of winning that game over the Giants by a massive 80%. The following week, they had a close last-minute loss in Washington, which saw them make a ferocious second-half comeback. Then, on the road, down 17-0 against the defending Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles, they roared back in the fourth quarter with 21 straight points to win, 21-17. That performance by Cam Newton named him the NFC Offensive Player of the Week. They would then host the number one defense of the Baltimore Ravens, dismantling them 36-21 in a game that was nowhere as close as that score makes it appear. Then last week, they took down the number one passing and scoring offense, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, a division rival. They held Fitzpatrick pretty effectively with the Panthers franchise record 35 points scored in the first half. 
One of those touchdowns, in fact, the final Panther score of the half was a phenomenal one-handed catch that Odell Beckham Jr. would be envious of. After that, Ryan Fitzpatrick staged a comeback, and for a while, it looked like the Fitz magic was back as they made the score 35-28 in a one-possession game. However, much like they had done all season, the Cardiac Cats took over in the fourth quarter with Cam Newton screaming enough, taking over on a scoring drive and accounting for over 60 yards of total offense combined with his arms and his legs. He would slam the door shut on the Buccaneers' comeback hopes. That score would put the game almost out of reach, 42-28, with under five minutes left. However, Ryan Fitzpatrick wanted to try to make some more Fitz magic happen. Instead, the door that Cam Newton had slammed shut the drive prior would then be locked, deadbolted, and reinforced when rookie Dante Action Jackson made this acrobatic pick to steal the game for the Panthers. Jackson, but he was all over it. And this is a fantastic intersection. Right away from Deshaun Jackson. That pick is his fourth of the season, and he leads all rookies of the NFL in interceptions and is a candidate for Defensive Rookie of the Year. Cam Newton would take matters into his own hands again, scrambling for an easy first down run on third and medium and allowing the Carolina Panthers to go to victory formation, kneeling out the clock to win 42-28. Cam Newton has continued his stellar 2018 performance, which is better in all stats than his 2015 MVP performance season. Cam Newton would pass for 19 completions out of 25 attempts, 76% accuracy for 247 yards and two touchdowns. He continues his torrid pace with an accuracy above 65, a career high that nobody thought was possible before Norv Turner, the offensive coordinator, and Cam Newton both put in the work to silence the critics and the naysayers, allowing this career high accuracy. Christian McCaffrey proved he is a legit option, both in the rushing and the receiving game, as well as fantasy football, exploiting for almost 150 total yards of offense and two touchdowns. He had 17 carries for 79 yards, one of those runs, a magnificent run and a hurdle that you will be seeing on Sports Center highlights this week.
The 35-point onslaught started with an Alex Armand touchdown directly set up by Eric Reed's first interception since coming to the Carolina Panthers this year. He snagged an errant pass intended for Mike Evans, who, by the way, was held by James Bradbury to just one catch off of 10 attempts for under 20 yards, and he took that pick with a key block by Luke Keekley from the Panthers' 35 down to the Tampa Bay 10-yard line. After that touchdown run by Armand, McCaffrey would run in for an easy three-yard run. No muss, no fuss. Touchdown, Panthers! Making it 14-0. Ryan Fitzpatrick would strike back, finding sophomore tight end O.J. Howard on a mismatch for a four-yard touchdown. At that point, Carolina would go on a tear, scoring 21 straight points, three touchdowns on their next three possessions to make it 35-7. One of those is a highlight run by Curtis Samuel off a double reverse that saw him following key blocks by both Cam Newton and Greg Olson running a massive 103 yards total en route to a 33-yard touchdown run. The last score was a magnificent 17-yard pass by Cam Newton and an even more magnificent one-handed snag by Greg Olson for the touchdown. After that, the Bucks staged a comeback that fell short, scoring 21 unanswered points in the second and third quarter, with Ryan Fitzpatrick finding O.J. Howard again for a three-yard touchdown and then finding Adam Humphreys, who had a bit of a breakout performance for two touchdowns before Cam Newton, Curtis Samuel, and Dante Action Jackson ended the comeback in showing a 42-28 win and going 6-2 on the season. The Carolina Panthers now head to Heinz Field to play Pittsburgh on a short week, Thursday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Both teams are having great runs with their offense. Here you have the killer BCs of Ben Roethlisberger, Antonio Brown, James Conner, and possibly Le'Veon Bell against the Thundercats of Carolina. A pick-your-poison-style offense full of versatility, misdirection, and black speed. Both the Steelers and Panthers are in a crowded battle for division supremacy. One misstep could spell the difference between division champions or just being a wild card contender. The Carolina Panthers are one game back of New Orleans with eight games remaining. They want to control their own destiny, and a statement road win against the heavily favored Pittsburgh Steelers will go a long way toward allowing that to happen. For the Carolina Panthers offense, they need to use their speed and misdirection to their advantage. Cam Newton is going to have to spread that ball around to every single one of his weapons, and they need to move the chains efficiently, avoiding third and long situations, which tend to lead to sacks, fumbles, and picks. For the Carolina Panthers defense, I believe they need to contain James Conner. This is the key. Hold him to under 100 total yards of offense, and your chances of getting the big Ben Roethlisberger and forcing turnovers dramatically increase. If the Carolina Panthers fail to do that, then play action will eat the Panthers alive, allowing the Steelers to move the chains, avoid mistakes, get completions to both Antonio Brown, James Conner, their tight end, and Juju Smith-Schuster, and allowing the home team crowd to play their part. A win here will catapult the Carolina Panthers up the charts and will bring them one step closer to their first playoff berth under new owner David Tepper, who ironically has ties to the Pittsburgh Steelers. From C3 Carolina Cat Chronicles, this has been Joshua's Shadow Cat Outland. Thanks for listening. 
Subscribe to the C3 Carolina Panthers podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, or anywhere you can catch an RSS feed. Check out carolinacatchronicles.com for the latest Panther news and opinion from the fan perspective. Great cash, homie. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.